Welcome to the Ask CHR podcast. I'm Dr. Derek Wynn with the Center for Healthy Relationships. Here with me today is Ana Rodriguez and Zach Linder, two of our graduate fellows and our relationship coaches with the Ask CHR program. Today's question is, what have you done that's taken a friendship to a deeper level? At least for me, vulnerability can be very difficult. And so I think me feeling like that safety in the person and noticing like they're here to like hear me and actually be here for me rather than just getting something out for themselves. So I think either like being willing to show deeper emotion than I would with like just anybody or more of those shallow friendships really takes this the friendship to a deeper friends takes it to a deeper level like having roommates that are your friends because you're just like so ingrained in their daily life and you see them like at just like the most random moments whether that's like a good good time or like a bad time and so that definitely deepens a relationship just seeing someone when they're not like ready to be seen (laughs) so an example of that is my sophomore and junior year i met with the same circle of guys and we would talk about certain spiritual disciplines every three weeks. Within those meetings, we would just discuss how we are doing in the practice of those spiritual disciplines. But it was really important because as we were pursuing spiritual disciplines to implement into our individual lives, there was a shared experience with people because they were doing it as well. There was accountability to ensure that it actually was something we were implementing. And there was encouragement to know that there are other people doing that as well. The next level is just like the freeness of doing things unplanned and kind of like writing them into your schedule and your day and making them important. You have to learn who they are to be able to trust them, right? And so it's just a lot of time to do those things and it's intentional time together. I think it's honesty. You know, I'm very open about my past and things that I've been through. And I think there's an amount of empathy of taking these steps to be like, hey, you seem a little bit off, is everything okay? And I think that really gets your, I mean, I don't know a better term, but your foot in the door, so to speak, of kind of getting in deeper. So we listen to the students uh, here. I think they have a, a lot of ideas about how to make those connections and they, they cover a bunch of different areas. One thing that I think was really consistent across their responses is the importance of intentionality. When you're trying to take a relationship to the next level, um, sometimes it happens organically when you're in a group of friends and you you connect with one person in the group and just naturally through conversations, that relationship gets deeper over time. But for many folks, that doesn't happen. And building that connection with someone to, to even test to see if someone is uh, you know committed to taking the relationship to a different level, requires a level of intentionality that you have to step out there and and make it happen rather than just sit back and expect it to happen on its own. Zach, Anna, what do you think? Yeah, I like your point about the intentionality. Um, Even thinking about um, when I was at JBU, some of the way that I took relationships to a deeper level, one of the ways I did that was by asking people if they'd be willing or want to just go for a walk on the trail around JBU. And it takes you about half an hour. So you get to talk for about half an hour with someone. And, you know, if it was someone I knew through a friend group that I hadn't spent a ton of time with, then that's the intentionality of then, you know, half an hour of talking with someone, you could hear a part of their story, you could hear what's going on in their life currently. And then when you see them, you have that that deeper connection that's starting to build. 
Um, but it took that intentionality for that to happen. Yeah, I think I agree with that. And the time also, I think one of the students highlighted how, you know, no matter what we do, it's going to take time and it's going to take that intentionality and that we're going to have to be patient with it because it's about, it's the process that actually makes up the friendship. And I think that's really valuable. Um, I was reading this article about deepening friendships and relationships from the Huff Post. And it, one of the things that they mentioned was um, spending a Sunday with someone, not a Saturday night. Um, and I, that kind of made me think of at JBU a lot of the times when, um, at least from my undergrad, if we hung out on a Saturday night, it was in a big group and it was doing something fun and it was doing something high energy where you didn't necessarily get to stop and have that intentional time with one person. And the idea of hanging out on a Sunday is a day where somebody might just be getting ready for the week or kind of winding down and maybe you get to hear about how their weekend is going and all these other things that make that person slow down and definitely have that air of intentionality to them. Hmm. That's a, I, I love that point. And that just made me think about, I had a friend who I spent a Sunday with um, but that was because I had taken the time to invest intentionally, but also to be vulnerable. I had shared, um, I had shared with that friend sophomore year some of the things that were going on in my life, and then junior year um, we ended up, you know, being better friends. And then senior year um, we spent a Sunday together because they were in kind of a a special place, as the way I'll put it, based on their Saturday night. If you get what I'm saying. <laughs> But, they, but because I had been vulnerable sophomore year, right, I was the person they came to that Sunday, senior year, when they were like, I made some poor choices last night, and I just need someone to talk with. And like, you know, but so the, the vulnerability piece, I think the time clearly is in that story, but the, the being vulnerable, the sharing yourself, and also um, asking for and because I think that friend knew that I was interested in him. And even though it wasn't his finest moment, that I still cared about him enough to sit with him in that and to let him be vulnerable with me. So I think that's an important point. The the being willing to share. Uh, it's easy to have friendships with people that you have fun with, to have a, an instrumental experience, playing tennis, pick up basketball, uh, mountain biking, whatever. I, they're friends, they're part of your life, they're part of that story but it doesn't get down to that next level where you're sharing something and you've, you've got to be willing to be open if you want people to be open with you to build that deeper relationship. And you know, Zach, your, your story highlights that you were open and honest as a sophomore, which laid the groundwork for something that happened two years later. Yeah. And even makes me think about, I had some friends to your point, you know, I could go play video games with them and I could go watch sports with them, but we didn't really talk about things. Um, but then when I went through a pretty, I mean, a big breakup, I'd been dating the person for almost three years. So it was a big, you know, a big change in my life. Um, I went into their room just to sort of get my mind off everything. But they asked me, you know, like, Zach, you seem a little off. And I chose to open up to them to share what was really going on. And then they shared with me some of their past and some of their hurts and some of the things they went through and that they made it through that and whatnot. And that was helpful. But it was that that moment of me deciding to let them really see me and not just play video games and you know watch sports and movies together. I think um, 
the, we're talking about two different types of, of relationships here. One is that instrumental or functional relationship that, that revolves around a task of accomplishing something. And then the other is an expressive relationship, which involves actually expressing emotions to other people and letting them express their emotions to you. Stereotypically, guys are really good at the instrumental and not so good at the expressive. Um, but I think that's a stereotype that's based on some assumptions that have kind of been ingrained in us rather than on actual capacity. And men have the ability to learn the emotional intelligence skills and the communication skills to actually talk to other people about what they're feeling. But um, again, that goes back to having some intentionality about developing some skills that empower you to feel more comfortable sharing what you're feeling and then displaying empathy for what someone else shares with you. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting as last week we were talking about making a new friend, you just go for it, you know, or yeah, it's this idea of just going for it, but it's so interesting how no matter whether the friend you've hung out with and had fun with for a year or so, then you still have to just go for it when you want to share that deeper part of yourself. You know, like friendships are full of those moments where you just have to kind of take that risk and be like, okay, am I going to allow this friendship? Because as Zach was sharing, right? Like, I think you could have easily been like, I'm not going to share that because we're the friends who play video games. But taking that extra step is so, so valuable. And I'm sure so, so scary because what if they're like, oh, okay, cool. And well, get uncomfortable. Let's play video games. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Glad you feel comfortable telling me. Hey, let's go blow something up digitally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think one of the challenges for most people when it comes to taking a friendship to a different, different or a deeper level is really the vulnerability they feel in expressing that desire. Because friendships fill a need for social interaction that we're all born with, right? Genesis chapter two talks about God saying it's not good for Adam to be alone. Not for Adam to not be married, but for Adam to be alone. We are structured to be in relationship with God and with others. And it can be very um, uncomfortable to put yourself out there, particularly if you've had experiences in the past that didn't go so well when you tried to make that kind of a connection. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's a great point, Derek. And I think even to that, I think something that's a little less risky um, that's still going for it, but a little less risk to it is asking other people to share with you. You know, I found it helpful, um, for getting to know people and it doesn't even necessarily be going to a super deep level. Even if I just knew someone in class and, you know, heard a little something to ask a little, to ask a question, to hear a little more of their story. It's not doing it, you know, I'm not putting myself out there, but I'm showing an interest. I'm showing a care. And if they give me the context of their life, sharing part of their story, you know, whatever it may be, or, um, then usually if they reflect back like, oh, well, what about you? There's a little more of that safety, a little more, you know, it's a less putting yourself out there if that's something that people are worried about because they've been burned before. Because I know I've had that happen to me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I learned that if I ask about the other person first, then when it reciprocates, it's usually a safer environment to, to engage in that. I think sometimes even if the other person doesn't ask you questions in responding to their story or what they've shared, you can connect it with your own life, which shows some empathy on your part, yeah. but also how you're connected with their experience and that you've got something in common and that that can just naturally flow out of that conversation once you start to have it. Yeah. 
And I think another point to what I was just saying about it not needing to be super deep is that it could be a classmate and you just, you ask a little bit of their story, you know, they're sharing about something that happened last night. You just ask them about it and you don't become best friends. You know, it doesn't all of a sudden dive deep. You just know them a little better. And the next week when you see them in the same class, it's just, you know, them a little better. So you ask them like, Hey, how's that thing going? It doesn't need to, you don't need to nose dive to the depths. You know, it can just be getting a little lower, a little deeper. One of the tips that also from this other article is that um, for relationships that are just starting out, talking about ideas can be extremely helpful, right? And I've found this in group projects throughout school that you get in a group project with somebody and they have different ideas or they want to do it on about a certain thing or a certain topic. It's usually something that's like very dear to their heart. Um, you know, like they want to do it about, yeah, like they want to do about poverty or they want to do it about healthcare. And there's just something that there about the ideas that they have about implementing a certain uh, project or a certain business or something that's actually a lot deeper than it might seem at first. And I think like asking about how they would solve problems or what they think the best solution for something is, I think um, is a good step to get into like interesting, like, why do you think that? Or where did that come from? What, it, what experiences have you had that made you think of that? And um, yeah, that can be a good way to start maybe more in a meta level and then get to very personal ideas and why this person might have them. Yeah, as you as you were talking about that on, I was reminded of a paper I wrote in grad school for a class on families in the medical system. And my paper was on uh, breast cancer. People asked me why I picked that topic and as well, because just before the semester started, my mom had been diagnosed and it was on my mind. Um, I think sometimes, I think you're right, what people talk about in class is going to be connected directly back to something that's going on in their lives, something that, that they care about. Um, and by listening well, you can pick up on things that they might be willing to talk about. Or, I mean, thinking, thinking about my experience, might have wanted somebody to just listen as they talked about it, because I didn't really have anybody at that moment to talk about my fears or concerns about my mom going through treatment for breast cancer. That would have been a great way for somebody to, to connect with me and learn more about what was going on in my life because yeah. of something that I said in class. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's a good point to keep in mind if somebody's writing a paper, ask them, what's it about? And how'd you come about that? Because usually it's something that, yeah, it's something that they care about enough to at least write 10 pages about. So yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah. And I like this. I, I think a theme I'm picking up here is the idea of like different clues because a part of ourselves comes out in different things. So even if you ask somebody like, Hey, what do you, well, you want to go do something today? You know, it shows you a little something about them. Like me, I always picked going for a walk. And I think that showed about me that I really was active and loved doing sports. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily say, let's go play sports, but if you went for a walk with me and I always said, let's go for a walk. And then you realize like, Hey, Zach really likes getting outside, you know? Um, if they say they want to go get coffee and then you realize that while you're going to get coffee that they love or every time they order this certain cake, maybe that's something, you know, there's just little clues you can pick up about, about people and then ask, you know, being curious. Yeah. Yeah. You can either, either learn that they like being active or that they might be going through something with their family. And that's both very valuable things to learn about another person that you see often. Yeah. 
So I think what we've talked about today, a number, you know, pulling a number of different ideas together into, into a, a plan of approach, if you're wanting to take a relationship to a different, different level. First thing you've got to do is be intentional and reach out to someone. You've got to, to try to make that connection. Be a conversationalist and ask them questions. Find out about them. But at the same time, be willing to open up and be vulnerable about yourself. If you talk to somebody and all you do is ask questions, you're interviewing them. You're not building mm -hmm. a friendship. Yeah. Um, it's also important to show up for them when they need you. If you know, There are going to be limitations on what you can do. Finals week, term papers are due, project meetings are scheduled. You can't always be available for everyone else, and that's not your responsibility. But if you have a habit of being available and showing up when they have a need, they will hopefully reciprocate and invest in the relationship by showing up for you. Mm -hmm. And finally, be honest. If you've got somebody that you really like, who seems to be somebody you get along with, who has some shared interests or some things that you'd like to learn about more deeply, be honest about it and be open and don't try and sneak sneakily trick them into being part of, uh, you know, part of a, a, uh, secretive friendship. I mean, be open about the fact. Say, hey, you're in, yeah, you, what you're saying is really interesting. I'd like to learn more about what you're thinking because I think there's a connection here that's on a deeper level. But I think it's also important to not base all of your friendships around issues of accountability, which is, is really uh, can be a challenge here at JVU because so many groups that are formed are about being accountable. Uh, going to the gym and exercising, uh, getting enough sleep, memorizing scripture, dealing with personal issues. Uh, one of the guys in the, the student interviews commented on the fact that he built a connection with other guys who were going through a biblical study group. And as they all memorized and learned and tried to apply it, there was a sense of connection. But it can be very much focused around just the action and not the relationship between the people. So if you're wanting to build a closer, deeper friendship with someone else, you're going to need connections that go beyond just doing a task or accomplishing a goal. It may be with the same people, but going through the, the efforts to accomplish that goal are not going to necessarily deepen the relationship between the people in the group. Thanks for listening to this episode. Ask CHR and the Ask CHR podcast are services of the Center for Healthy Relationships on the campus of John Brown University. If you're a JBU student and would like to talk with someone about the topic of this episode or about any interpersonal relationship question, our Ask CHR coaches are available for just that purpose. They'll guide you through a solution-focused conversation designed to help you find your solution to your question. Visit liferelationships.com slash askchr.